This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. Ryan McCarthy, watching in upstate New York, says, Why does Saskatchewan have the best town names? Paradise Hill, Moose Jaw. Well, he says Flynn Flon, and that's actually Manitoba. And frankly, I'm partial to Medicine Hat. How about that? I also learn something every day. We learn today that Flynn Flon, Manitoba stands for Flintibetty Flonaton, a fictional character from a 1905 novel. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Whoa, right on me. Hey, <laughs> you, want, you want to show the empty uh, chair, guys? Trying to uh, just tweet the links and all the rest, right? Yeah, no moose. It just kind of came up upon us. It's Flame Tech Football Friday. Welcome inside the bunker. And, oh, how long was it, Clark? 60 seconds before we went to air? He said, uh, oh, by the way, uh, moose is having a tough time logging in. And so it's just going to be you. Have fun. And here I am. So I, <laughs> he might be. Please let me know when he is. That would be that would be real nice. Coming up on this Flame Tech Football Friday today, Mike Morielli will be joining us. Hamilton Tiger Cats, great. And obviously, we'll be talking football with uh, Mike Morielli. But he is also the commissioner of the CEBL. And just last weekend, they completed their third season championship weekend in Edmonton. The host Stingers won it. Mike Morielli is going to join us to talk about that and a lot of things. And then joining us right here in the bunker is Tiger Cats, Eskimos, and Rough Riders alum Chris Getzlaff, who was just named yesterday, sorry, a few days ago to the Plaza of Honor, that is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders version of the Hall of Fame. Uh, Chris Getzlaff will be with us in the bunker to talk about all things, maybe a little bit about his brother and all the rest. So we've had a not happening. We've had a might happen. So where are we right now on Darren DuPont, guys? Okay, perfect. Thank you. So here's the thing. The moose is not with us. I'll let you tell, let him tell you where he is. If you can get him on the screen. Uh, there you Hey, looking like a million dollars. How you doing, so, moose? I'm doing really well, Rod. Good. We're uh, we're dealing with some lake life tech difficulties. You ever have problems with your with your internet at the lake? Um, haven't been at haven't haven't tried. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Yeah. Well, so, there you go. So no, uh, it's look, good. it's fine now. So I, I appreciate that. So I'm going to ask the guys <clears throat> to keep you up for this entire uh, quick six and the warm up brought to you by Ecole Electric. Okay, Moose, are you are you, are you good to go and talk some football there? Okay, what's the quick? Can you hit the show horn, please? I got to tell you, Moose, that I'm surrounded by technical people around here. You know the kind? They're they're all over the place. They're buzzing all over. I feel completely outnumbered without you here. It's a lot of guys running around dressed all in black. T-shirts and jeans and black shoes. They're either going to go rob a bank right after this, or I don't know what they're doing. How about that? uh, Yeah, how about that? Yeah, they might. What flavor of caliber coffee are you rocking at Candle Lake this morning, by the way? 
This is uh, Sumatra. We brought the Sumatra up. Okay, good stuff. Okay, so here we go. With number one, <clears throat> we covered this the other day when we were talking about Canadian Football League week four games, and because we are a Canadian-based show, I want to talk about the games. Okay, Moose. So tonight, yeah, week four opens, and and then we'll get around to last night's postponement in a moment. But uh, it is the Montreal Alouettes home to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I want to hear from the Montreal fans about how they're feeling about tonight's game. But the Tiger Cats, who are 0-2, are going into the game as 2.5-point favorites, as listed by bettingpros.com, which I still don't get. So um, I can't remember who the heck I was talking to yesterday about what a, what a calamity it was and the millions of dollars lost with last night's postponement. And again, we'll come back around on that because there are more Edmonton Elks found to be COVID positive. But let's stick to the positive. The good news is that there will be a football game played tonight in Montreal. And the Owls come home for their home opener at 1-1. One and one. I got the Alouettes to win the game tonight, so it's pretty easy to say they're going to beat the spread. Ticats by 2.5, unless I've completely misread the situation. Yeah, I don't know if you have. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's, it's tough because... Hamilton's short man, but Dane Evans is going to get the start. So how much does that boost this Hamilton Tiger Cats offense? But I'm a big believer in what Vernon Adams Jr. was was doing early on, you know, in week one, um, throughout the, batter, uh, the, the back half of last uh, season they were on the field. I think Montreal's got something to prove, too. They're at home. So I'm with you. I think, you know, I think Montreal wins this. But you know how well we've been doing predicting games or anybody's oh. been doing predicting games in this league. It's been an absolute... <laughs> well, it's good because I haven't put any actual money down on these games, so I haven't lost any yeah. money, but I have been I was one of four last week. By the way, sprinkling in some comments here uh, from the jug. You know the jug. Right in says first day yeah. betting in Canada for single game betting. It's a good day. I think for a lot of society, they're going to say not, not a whole lot has changed. We can discuss that a little later. By the way, you're making me seasick. What's going on with your camera there? What's going on? Is it a little bit? Just want to make sure it's set up properly. Why don't you take me off for a second, and I'll make sure it's set up a little bit. Okay. It's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, whoa, whoa. It's like an old SCTV skit. And, uh, wow, Sean Holm watching in Winnipeg says, hey, man, it's my first time watching your show. Thanks to you being on Winnipeg Sports Talk. How about that? That was yesterday. I was on with Hustler, and frankly, we took up 20 minutes talking about uh, COVID and CFL and pro sports in Canada. So I appreciate you checking us out, Sean. Thanks, and we'll get back on topic. We're not normally this disjointed. So there's a lot of people picking Hamilton to win tonight, uh, Moose, but it's not us. We think Montreal will win, and I send my regards to all the Quebecers who asked us to come out and be there at the home opener for the Ottawa's, clearly we would have loved to have been, but you're at the lake. I'm here holding them the fort. Somebody's got to work. And uh, that reminds right. me, yeah, I had multiple invitations last night. I missed going to the Pack Canadians blue and white because I went to Buffalo days and that was great, but there's just seems to be a whole lot going on and has been my bane of my entire existence on God's green earth. I can't be in more than one place at once. Anyways, other games, uh, Saturday, it is the BC Lions at the Ottawa Red Blacks, and the Lions go in there, favored by five points on the road, and Ottawa has yet to score a touchdown. 
I think I got to take the Lions to uh, to do that to cover the spread. BC winning on the road on Saturday. How, how do you feel? Yeah, I would agree with you on that. You know, I don't BC isn't that happy with how they played last week, but I think uh, I think the Lions win on the road too. I'll take I'll take BC to cover. All right, that's two of us. Let's have some fun here. Randolph Zora is watching in Ontario, and he says, the moose looks like a CNN reporter waiting on a hurricane. Do you feel that way? <laughs> yeah. what well, it's funny. Like, you, we, you and I talk. We'll go to some behind-the-scenes stuff here. Like, this setup looks great. I've got you know all this gear, testing it out for some future projects. And for whatever reason... Um, I had it all Chrome or whatever internet browser means was blocking the use of my mic and and camera. So here I am now back on my phone, and because of that, I had to shut the light off so it wasn't glaring. And now it, it does. It feels like I'm hunkered down here waiting for a hurricane. Uh, yeah, well, I hope the hurricane doesn't hit you. But all this splashy new equipment that the moose has bought for me to go on the road—you haven't exactly got me feeling real confident that it's going to work, moose. But that's why we're doing. That's why we're doing this today. I knew that. I knew that was going to happen. He's going to be like, nah, it's not going to work. But, yeah. uh, hey, this is why we're doing it now. We're ironing out the kinks. Better to do this here in the test, the t- uh, test flight than uh, for real. I'm telling you that this is actually a hell of a lot of fun. I don't know if you're all having Good. it, but I am. Um, Me too. Uh, continuing, Jennifer's watching down at the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and she says the Pats were at Lumsden yesterday. Uh, no, the Pat Canadians were at Lumsden yesterday. And it was one of the officials uh, doing the game that asked if I would come out and watch his game and uh, ended up going with a sponsor, Prairie Mobile Communications, to Buffalo Days. So again, as I say, can't be everywhere. So Moose and I got the BC Lions to cover the spread win by five or more at Ottawa on Saturday. It is a wonderful CFL weekend, by the way, in terms of games Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then uh, the Canada's Game of the Week is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers home to the Calgary Stampeders on Sunday. I believe it's 5 p.m. Mountain, 6 Central at IG Field, where you need to be double vaccinated to get in. Bombers favored by five. Just feels weird that the Stampeders go into any game as an underdog ever. But I'm taking the Bombers to cover. Mm -hmm. How about you? I don't know. This is the game I just, I don't know. We talked about Jake Mayer and, you know, leading into his first win. And it's like, this is a rookie. They, they can't possibly win with, with him again. Take Montreal. And sure enough, he, you know, stumbles out of the gate and then completely takes off and leads Calgary to win. To win. So if he does that again, Calgary can win the football game. Five is a big spread. But, but Winnipeg has, has been playing so well. And even when they got behind, they still played pretty good against Toronto in the loss. I have to go with Winnipeg, but I could I could see Calgary winning this. There's paths to victory for the Stampeders, but I'll go with Winnipeg too. I think that's the game that I'm most interested in watching, by the way, uh, although I'll be watching parts of them all. Uh, by the way, it is the warm-up brought to you by E-Cold Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E-Cold Electric. Let's get to work. Um, I'm kind of just enjoying the comments from the viewers as well. They really think that you look like a CNN reporter bracing for a hurricane. And actually, I want to applaud everybody around here, all these tech guys running around all dressed in black, that people think we look like CNN. Like, that's the win for the day. How about that? That's the win for the day. I think so. That's the validation. From Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott is watching in the Energy City. He says, any day with the RP show is a good day. 
Great show. Keep up the great work. So I just feel like everybody's ready. Yeah, I feel like everybody's ready for a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, point two here is that there are four National Football League games tonight. My weekend is centering around the Dallas Cowboys and Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday on the NFL Network. I probably won't be paying a lot of attention to tonight's games. I just want to mention what they are. Colts at the Lions, Eagles at the Jets, Steelers at the Panthers, and the Vikings at the Chiefs. So uh, that's what's going on in the NFL tonight. We'll come back on the NFL in a second because I want to go to point three. Two more Edmonton Elks have tested positive. It's brought the team total to 14 now. I saw David Naylor crunching the numbers, and he said, maybe you saw his tweet, the TSN Insider, that close to 20% of that football team has tested positive for COVID. So a guy called me this morning from Edmonton, and he goes, it's crazy up here with COVID. And I, so I, he texted me, so I immediately called him Moose, and I said, okay, <laughs> Just the football team or the whole city's going crazy with COVID? And he's like, no, just the football team. But he's like, I, why are they not just scrapping this game and awarding the Argos with a one nothing victory? I, that's the question that I had earlier in the week when this happened. You are the guy that looks at it from the CEO muckety-muck point of view that I don't, Darren. Why have they not scrapped this game yet and awarded it to Toronto since Edmonton clearly hasn't been able to get their house in order COVID-wise? Yeah, you want to blame it on Edmonton, but you also don't want to deprive the fans and the league of that re- the, the league of the revenue and the fans uh, uh, of the game. So you'll do whatever you can to get this game in. Remember, in the NFL, they'll penalize the team and they'll put the team at a disadvantage. They're not really going to bend over to make life easy for Edmonton. At least they didn't in the NFL. Remember when the Denver Broncos had to play a game without a quarterback, right? They wanted to get the game in so bad, but they didn't really care about making sure that Denver was okay. They're the ones who made the mistake in this situation. Um, and you'll go as long as you can to try and get a game in. I remember, was it was it Baltimore and Pittsburgh that they slotted in on a weird night? I know with Tennessee and Buffalo, that game ended up on a, on a bit of a different day. I think it was a Tuesday. So they'll move stuff around, try and find holes in the schedule, but they also can't play if the Elks have all these positive cases anyways. So there's no point in scheduling it and trying to get it in now when you don't have enough players to play. But um, at some point, they may have to cancel it. If they do, I'm sure the Elks will end up with the forfeit and Toronto will end up with the win. But it's not a great situation. And the CFL is not alone. I mean, Tennessee, my Titans are going through it with Vrabel, Tannehill's in COVID protocol. Now they've got a few cases. And that team is reported to be over 90% vaccinated. So they're doing all the things right. And it's still getting in. If Edmonton doesn't have enough players vaccinated, then they're not doing enough things right and still getting it. They'll uh, they'll end up paying. But yeah, from a league perspective, they want to do what they can to get. I'm glad that you explained it that way, and that's why sometimes I bring you down to earth. Sometimes you bring me down to earth, and here, yeah, they will exhaust every single avenue and opportunity to make money before they cancel games. So that, that's the summation of what the Moose just said. And I'd, like to, I'd like to say it's for the fans, but yeah, this, it's to make money. Uh, Mike watching in Toronto says, we don't go to the games here in the six. Darren, the Elks are going to have to forfeit this game. Argos. Well, maybe Mike in Toronto, you need to change that and you need to go to the games. Um, I got this one. Where the heck is it? The, the Calgary viewers are chiming in. 
saying, hey, here it is from the, the general. He says, Calgary teams are clean. Hashtag smug face. They can brag. They have the right to brag. They haven't had outbreaks. They've been able to play games. They've instituted their proof of vaccination policy. Calgary should be bragging. And good for them. It's not, they didn't have the injuries in the preseason. They haven't had these outbreaks. They, they've welcomed fans. They've had home games. Calgary should be feeling good about the way they've handled themselves in all their sports in this COVID situation. Uh, by the way, regarding you looking like a hurricane reporter on CNN, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg's watching on YouTube. He says, you need James Earl Jones to say, this is the Rod Peterson show. I can't even do it. It's spicy. It's CNN. <laughs> this is, I bet you Rick Regan could do it. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. A, we should have Rick Regan. Put, make this as a note, Jordan, to have Rick Regan create spoofs of all the little famous lines. And that's the way it is. And that's the way it is. Yes. Hey, I said I was going to get out the poll, and here it is. We're all out of order here today, by the way, in terms of our quick six show topics, but that's okay. Who's the Super Bowl favorite for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center? Luke, or, uh, Luke, Clark and I sat around the table. These are the top four ranked teams by ESPNs.com, Analytics Generator. Who has the best chance? Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, or Green Bay? And the majority of you are voting on Facebook for the Kansas City Chiefs. 40% say they're going to win the Super Bowl. 59% on Twitter saying the Kansas City Chiefs will avenge their loss from last year's Super Bowl. They'll do it this year. And by the way, a Kansas City-Tampa Bay rematch is the leading uh, analytics generator for a Super Bowl matchup. The other points, Darren, where Deion Sanders calls the NFC East garbage. We already know that. That was on an interview. That's apparently a big deal. Uh, Jameis Winston named starter for the Saints. And Aaron Rodgers, two things, says he won't judge his teammates that don't want to be vaccinated. And they're comparing Aaron Rodgers to the last dance. Michael Jordan's last year in uh, with the Chicago Bulls is like Aaron Rodgers last year with the Packers this upcoming year. And we all know how that turned out. So listen, this has been fun. Uh, say hey to your family for me. And any last thoughts before we let you go, Moose? No, I, I, I will. Um, I will um, have a great rest of the show. Have a great rest of the uh, the weekend. I'll say hi to everybody for you for sure. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for this. Uh, Darren Moose Dupont checking in from Hurricane Central on the Florida coastline. Football Friday is brought to you by Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Mike Morreale joins us next as we keep the party rolling you're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy. All the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. 
Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We welcome you wherever you may be tuning in across all 10 provinces and 31 states on Game Plus TV or live streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Just ahead of Mike Morielli from the 204 Ward watching in Manitoba says, Hey, Rod and Moose, if it comes down to a field goal to win for the Bombers, we lose. We need a kicker. It's amazing that last year and for the last several years, there were way too many kickers than there were teams. And now there's way more teams than there are kickers. Funny how that works. But I still have confidence that the Bombers will win by five or more, and it won't come down to a kick. I always enjoy chatting with Mike Morielli, the commissioner of the Canadian Elite Basketball League and the CFL great, great cup champion, as we bring him in from his southern Ontario home. There he is. What's he got on today? How you doing, Mike? I'm doing well, Rod. Thanks. And I'm a little a little rough looking today, but, uh, you know, I just came off of what felt like 18 months of COVID. So I'm just trying to enjoy a little peace and relaxation after our season is over. I appreciate you allowing us to bother you today, Mike. And I promise I won't keep you for long, but I thought about you guys so much. I went to the games in Saskatoon. You must have been asked as the commissioner of the CEBL, how did you pull this off? And almost kind of under the radar, man. How did you do it? Congratulations. It has been, uh, it has been a struggle. Uh, there's no doubt about it. It was um, a lot of hard work by a lot of people. And uh, we just had the desire from day one to get this done and to work tirelessly to get it done and and sometimes when people ask me how i didn't know i i just we dove right in uh we did everything in our power to be able to uh put teams on a court and and to have it work, work successfully and, and sometimes you get lucky and sometimes luck is based on the amount of effort you put in yeah well the thing is it's more than just outbreaks and stuff like you and i've talked about your owner uh richard petko resources don't seem to be an issue there but i'm looking at your guys travel across the country i know the teams are smaller what is there 12 guys 12 to 15 guys on a team yeah we travel with 14 so a little 14? bit more manageable than than a football team that's for sure yeah Right. So the cost is whatever. Richard's got that covered. But the testing, when I was at Sastel Center in Saskatoon, everybody was getting swabbed. If you're going on the court, you're getting swabbed just before the game. Like, Mike, you're making it sound very easy. I know it wasn't. <laughs> you know, like, what a relief it must have been to hand out that championship trophy to the Stingers last week and just go, Whew. Yeah, there was there was a few moments and uh, it, it, more than a few moments where you just you're flying by the seat of your pants. And, uh, you know, the pandemic has no rules. It can do whatever and whenever it wants. We're seeing it happen, roll out in other sports and leagues right now. But, yeah, when the confetti fell, that was my moment to exhale and and to at least know, OK, we we made it past that. And the first thing I thought was, oh, man, I hope we don't have to do that again next year. And, and who knows? Like, we're still in the middle of this. This has not gone away. 
And um, I'm just fortunate that we were able to be uh, successful in our season to get it in. And now we have some time to, you know, I, I would say relax, although we don't have a lot of time to relax. We're right back into operation mode for 2022. But to get our players in and out and get in them in and out safely was a big thrill. Well, I will say uh, congratulations again. And I've said that to all my friends in the league. Now for some questions that aren't so tough. Xavier Moon of the Edmonton Stingers wins player of the year for a third consecutive year. It's mind-boggling. Talk about this player if you don't mind. And uh, with the NBA being his future, Mike, like what are we talking here for Xavier Moon? What does this mean for him? Well, with, with Xavier, I, I think it's uh, he's just a special athlete. He is a, a guy that won the award in year one and got better in year two and got better in year three and it's kind of hard to imagine because of how good of a player he is and you know what's really interesting is to compare him to the quality of player that keeps entering the league and he still is a you know i'm not going to say head and shoulders above but when anytime you win three back-to-back mvps you got to be something special and you know he's going against some amazing talent across the league and he still is identifiable as the best player on the court. So, you know, you look at, uh, you know, award winners in years past. I played with Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie was uh, somebody that I couldn't pick, put my finger on why he was better than everyone. He was just better. I mean, he was certainly uh, one of the best prepared people, but just saw the game in a different way. And Xavier has that. And his teams rally around him. His teammates rally around him. And whenever he wants to flip that switch, he can make things happen. I'm looking up your Wikipedia. I forgot about that. I just think of you as a tie cat. Huh. What? By the way, hey, Doug Flutie, best player to ever play in the CFL. I get, quest- I get asked that question a lot. I don't really remember watching Warren Moon. I certainly never saw him live. Doug Flutie, the best player ever? Uh, Doug Flutie is the best player. Danny McManus is the best quarterback, pure quarterback. But Doug, followed by Pinball, would be the two top players that, that I shared a, a field with, for sure. Well, with Danny Mack, would love hearing that. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't wait to talk to him about that. Uh, I think they still got the record for fewest sacks against on that 99 team. I'm not quite yet done with the CEBL. We'll switch over to CFL in a second, and I apologize for doing that. Um, John in Edmonton says... Congratulations on the Scarborough franchise. Why, here it is. Why all the hype over Scarborough and not also the Montreal team? Was there more hype over this expansion team, the Shooting Stars? And congrats on that, by the way. Well, well, certainly there's a lot of hype about that. We haven't officially launched the Montreal team, so we we still that's still forthcoming. So when that happens and we're in town and we're doing the grand reveal and the logo and all that stuff, I expect Montreal to be equally as exciting uh, because of uh, you know the destination that is Montreal, but also the quality of basketball players that play in Quebec and and just the entertainment that that Montreal brings to to our you know our league and the the expansion of that. But Scarborough. Because of the ownership group and obviously uh, Nico with his uh, connection to OVO and Sam Ibrahim at Playground uh, Global and, and all the affiliated people that are involved in those two kind of uh, ownership pieces, it really kind of blasts open that entertainment door for us. It provides us with opportunities now to go well beyond the sports side of what we do and now into the entertainment side, the cool factor, so to speak. And um you know, some of our younger fans in the, you know, the 12, 13, 14, up to, you know, the teens and early 20s, 
when they heard that there was an involvement from from Nico and that group, it kind of changed the perception of our league. And uh, sometimes, the, you know, you, you can't buy that. Uh, it just happens. And the affiliation with that group is exciting. The fact that it'll be a GTA-based team is incredibly exciting. And the fact that they have committed to it being a Scarborough team has now, believe me, since that day, a, a week or so ago, has really blown the doors open to other similar groups contacting me about, you know, having a team to rep their hometown. So that's the really intangible part about adding them to the to the piece of the puzzle. And they're part of the ownership group on the league side as well. So that's that's really important as we continue to grow. Uh, for sure. A lot of comments from the viewers. Uh, Dylan Spicer says, would love to see the CEBL in the Maritimes, but I mean, they have their own league and we won't talk about merger talks here t- today, Mike, and they do well. Um, but let me ask you this. What has the CBC television contract and Jem and Twitch done for the CEBL in terms of exposure? Uh, it's done a tremendous job, and, and we've added our own platform called CBL Plus, which is our kind of media and content OTT platform. And really, it's about exposure. I, I believe that you know earlier on in your in your growth stage, you want a team with partners that can provide you the brand awareness. CBC certainly does that. It's in every household theoretically, coast to coast for free. We can go internationally for free. Um, you can use our platform to watch the games on any kind of whether you're on your phone or your tablet or your computer or your television. That exposure is is priceless. It really is because there's a perception value to being on national television. And our partnership with CBC will continue to grow, as does their their opportunities to help grow. You know, basketball is an Olympic sport, and the Canadiana side of what what we bring to the table. And the fact there's there's no really competing Summer Olympics to worry about that we kind of got fell into the last couple of years. So as we roll into 2022, I think you're going to see CBC get even more integrated in what we do and add that to the landscape of, you know, the gambling and, and the opening of that and the lifting of those restrictions. Now you've got extra tentacles that are delivering your message and, and really helping marketing the league as well. Commissioner of the CEBL, Mike Morielli with us. I won't keep you much longer, Mike, uh, because it is off season for you. But wow, now my mind's racing. How many great cups you got? Two? I have two, played in three, but uh, was okay. lucky enough to win two. Are you 99 Thai Cats like the 72 Dolphins? I know you weren't undefeated, but do you guys get together and say we're the greatest Hamilton team ever? Uh, a, and B, how do you feel about the 0-2 Thai Cats this year? Well, I won't lay claim to the greatest Thai Cat team ever, but I will <laughs> lay claim to the, the most fun I think you've had winning a championship in, in those couple seasons. We had a, a crew of characters, so... We, we certainly probably drank more than, than the other teams combined and still won a championship. I don't know. We had a lot of fun. Uh, and, you know, the start to the Ticats is in a city like Hamilton, you, you'll know it from it being in, in uh, Saskatchewan. It, when things don't go well, the fans let you know. When things go well, the fans also let you know. So they're stuck in a bit of a, you know, a test right now, but they still have a lot of football, although – it's a shortened season, shortened timelines, bigger expectations with the Grey Cup in your backyard. I, I will I will reserve more comment maybe to see what happens in the next game against Montreal. If they're able to come back to life, I know Dan Evans is going to be behind center. If that's the catalyst they need to move forward, that's fantastic. And if they lose, well, that's a tough hole to climb out of, um, especially that with the Eastern team starting to win. It's very untypical start. Uh, for the cat, certainly after the last little while. 
Hey, as they say, teams that party together win together. I don't think that's changed, Mike, or maybe you and I are just a little too uh, old school on that. I'm not sure, but yeah, it certainly has been a lot of fun to watch. Any... um well, I want to say this about the 99 Ticats, by the way. If you remember, that was my first year calling the games. You're just, I think, a year or two older than me. And do you remember, the Riders came in there. You kicked our ass to the tune of 62-7. to Reggie Slack missed the team flight there. And Steve Sarkeesian was the quarterback for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Do you remember that game? I, I do remember that game. I, uh, I, I do. I didn't remember and I, now that you bring it up, I do remember the Reggie Slack situation as well. At some point, Reggie came to Hamilton. And um, I don't remember if it was tied into that whole year or not. But, um, but yeah, again, you play in the CFL long enough, Rod, or you cover the CFL long enough, you see it all. <laughs> Is that ever <laughs> truer words never spoken? But uh, just with Sark running the Texas Longhorns now, uh, we did spend uh, a year or two together there in Saskatchewan. It was awesome, and he's a great guy. As are you, Mike. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of summer, and uh, thanks for this today. Oh, my pleasure. Hey, you can bother me anytime. Not a problem. Okay. Have a great day, guys. Thanks, Kamish. Mike Morielli, the commissioner. I just did a hook em horns for Steve Sarkeesian, now that I think about it. Uh, what a fun chat with Mike Morielli. And we'll continue with uh, commentary on that. we got a sports update coming up. We'll check the poll. Uh, and that's what I wanted to mention. We do have a lot of viewers in the Hamilton area. Man, is tonight's game big. Because Kojiko Cable, Rogers Cable, all carry Game Plus. And, of course, they're watching on YouTube and Facebook as well. Big one tonight. We'll be right back. We'll talk about that and uh, what else is popping in football on this Flame Tech Football Friday. You are watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Flame Tech Football Friday continues, and it's just me in the bunker right up until the top of the hour. Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. Producer Clark was... Uh, asking Moose DuPont if he could come on virtually for the rest of this hour. And I said, no, I can handle it. I can handle it. I can't go on the air two days ago and say I'm not scared of anything and then not be able to go on the air by myself for 20 minutes. And, uh, yeah, I used to be scared doing it, doing the little local radio show. I used to be scared. I not Now here we are on national television, 2.2 million homes in Canada, and uh, I can do it. But... It would help if you people would write in with questions and comments. Let's get it going on this Flame Tech Football Friday. You can help me out. We haven't done this for quite some time where we do this together. And the line is open, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tel Mobility dealer. And I want to thank Prairie Mobile for um, inviting me and taking me to Buffalo Days last night. That's the local fair. And I'm not going to get into those stories, but I did enjoy a corn dog on the midway and pizza and root beer, but no fudge, which is uh, a change for me. Spicy. Mm. The pizza was. 
Uh, big game tonight in Montreal. Um, just I'm checking the comments from the viewers here. Uh, from Simon DeShane, great night for the city of Montreal. They have attendance cap there tonight, do they not? I think it's 15,000 going to be in there. Uh, Ryan Friesen watching on YouTube says, the Owls will destroy the overrated pussycats. How on earth could the Hamilton Tiger Cats be regarded as overrated tonight or in any game right now when they're winless? Massive intrigue going into the game tonight, 7.30 Eastern on TSN. By the way, telling those uh, old CFL stories with Mike Morreale. If you missed us, the current commissioner of the CEBL, but two-time Grey Cup champion Mike Morreale. And one of the coolest cucumbers around, one of the coolest cats you'll ever meet. We were talking about that 62-7 game in Montreal. Wayne's watching in Victoria, B.C. He says, I remember that 62-7 game in Montreal. Thanks for the nightmare. Yeah, Wayne, how would you like to have been us? That was my first year calling CFL games, which wasn't my sport. Hockey was and is, and they are speed bagging us, not laying off the gas. Maury Alley, Danny McManus, Paulus Baldiston, and I'm like, this is the longest night of my life! Because our quarterback missed the flight, which out of here, and Cooper Campbell... He's a football guy watching in Mississippi right now. Can you find his comment, guys? Here he is. Reggie Slack, one of my favorite Auburn Tigers. Hell of a player and a nice guy. He's all of those things. But on this road trip, he missed the flight. And that's about all I'm prepared to say on that story. Hmm. Eric Endland's watching in Vancouver. And he says, I know we are still in the first hour of the show, but I want to thank everyone on the Rod Peterson Show for another great week of sports talk. Thank you, Eric, out in Vancouver. It has been a tremendous week of sports talk, even though it hasn't been a tremendous week in sports. Can we all agree on that? The general in Calgary's watching. He says, I know you hate COVID questions, Rod, but is the Elks season in jeopardy now? Listen, bro, it's a small league. If the elk season's in jeopardy, the entire CFL season's in jeopardy. It's only nine teams. I'm, they might have to find a way to make this work with no, without all the teams. And I actually meant to put this in my quick six, and I didn't. But did you see the tweet, Clark, yesterday from Shaq Evans, the Rough Riders star wide receiver number one? Yeah. Can you, can you put it up on the screen by chance? And I'd like to read that. No, no rush. Yeah, no rush. But I want to read that. And actually, let me do a sports update, and then I'll get to it. Uh, given the opportunity, Canada's Jamie Lee Rattray made the most of it with two goals and a 5-1 win over the United States in the Women's World Hockey Championship in Calgary on Thursday. Rattray was Canada's spare forward for a couple of games in the preliminary round, with Captain Marie-Philippe Poulain out of the lineup, recovering from a hard shot to the chest. Rattray's role expended. Big win. Canada 5, USA 1. Time is starting to run out for the Toronto Blue Jays, who saw their fading playoff chances take another hit as they dropped the 10-7 decision to the Chicago White Sox at Rogers Centre. The American League Central leaders handed the Blue Jays their ninth loss in 13 games, and with that, Toronto moved five and a half behind the Red Sox in the race for the second American League wildcard spot. But we saw this coming. That's why we said, who are you going to be cheering for in the Major League Baseball playoffs? Because it's not going to be Toronto. 
And by the way, for the soccer fans, Pacific FC is through to the quarterfinals of the Canadian Championship after upsetting the Vancouver Whitecaps 4-3 in Langford, B.C. on Thursday. It's the second time in a row the Whitecaps have been upset by a CPL team in the Canadian Championship. How about that? How about that? This sports update for the Tap Brew House and drive through Liquor Store for Ballers, Rec Rooms, Saskatchewan's newest entertainment destination and home of the four-hour Rider Tailgate Party. Your next chance is the Labor Day Classic. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, you got an update? Is that the Shaq Evans thing? or He deleted his tweet? Dang! And we didn't screenshot it. Oh, spicy. What were we thinking, Rod? Oh, man. Anyways, star uh, rider receiver basically saying, don't tell me. I can remember, by the way. I didn't completely fry my brain. He goes, don't tell me that vaccinations are a choice when we're being told we have to get them or we can't travel on the road for games. Is that about right, Clark? You saw it, right? That was that. That's the summation of the tweet from the leading or at least star receiver of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. It's not a choice. They're making me do it. What are we eight? Well, it's like you have to. You know, and Clark has just prefaced it by saying that Shaq Evans has said he is already vaccinated. If you want to play, you need to get the shot. What's the? It's your job. If I want to broadcast Regina Pats games on television next year, I need to get a shot. I'm like, okay, let's go. What the hell? Again, are we eight? Your dad's watching, Clark. Rod Monroe writes in. He says, good morning, Rod. Here's to a great day, my friend. Say hello to the team in the back. Congratulations to our women's hockey team. 5-1. Wow. The hockey's pretty good. I got to say that. I will be taking in some of the playoff games on television this weekend. Um, So say this wasn't so hard. We'll come back with viewer takeover. Chris Getzlaff will be here in the bunker in hour two. Ticats Riders Eskimos alum, brother of Ryan Getzlaff, Hall of Famer. I'm looking forward to that. I do want to talk a little uh, Edmonton, which reminds me, I guess, before we break. Allie in Edmonton. She writes in on the 780. She says, happy Flame Tech Football Friday RP show. Watching on Facebook on a break. We'll watch the recording from Game Plus TV tonight. Oh, my God. Kevin, I laughed when you had your Manscaped segment. We needed the laughter. Thank you. Great shows as always. Uh, Yeah, people love the Manscaped. Don't laugh at Manscaped. Order it at Manscaped.com with the promo code RP20. 20% off and free shipping. Can't beat that. But I want to talk about Edmonton because I heard there is a heck of an uproar there on the Oilers policy to require double vaccination. And we'll talk about the Elks as well. What the hell? It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We'll be right back. You are watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. 
Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, the portion of the show that we affectionately call Viewer Takeover, but we're doing more of it today because I am flying solo here in the bunker. Moose is at the lake. He joined us off the stop. Hey, off the start. I'm looking at all the comments from the YouTube viewers, and I'm like, whoa, there are a lot. Our YouTube viewership is climbing every day. It gets higher every day. And I will get to your comments, but I... Um, a gentleman, I will not name him, he has sent me the tweet here from Shaq Evans, which has subsequently been deleted, but the receiver for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, number one, says, just stop framing getting vaccinated as a freedom of choice because it's not. Just found out that if you're not vaccinated, you can't travel to road games and won't get paid. Yeah, so again, what's the problem? And Deb in Toronto is watching, and I appreciate you, Deb. All the time. She's uh, watching on Game Plus TV. She says, I don't know what the big deal is about getting the vaccine. Did everyone not get mumps, measles, rubella vaccines and needing it to stay in school? It's the same deal. What I think is, Deb, we were little kids then and we didn't have a choice. Does that make sense? We were kids. We hated the needles then. Now the adults don't want to do what they're told. As kids, we had to. I did it anyways. But I mentioned, and that reminds me, where the heck is this tweet from the guy on YouTube? He goes, time for the NHL. (laughs) I know, right? Northside YEG, time for the NHL. (laughs) It can't get here fast enough. Which wrote, checking into squirrel mode from Pink's. One of our P1s, he says, I know it's football Friday, but this is interesting. According to NHL news updates on Facebook, apparently there's been a lot of talks on ESPN and NHL podcasts about having an all-star game where it's the NHL versus the KHL. Whoa. Oh, spicy. What do we think about that? Wait a minute. That's the Olympics. Next. John in Edmonton. I thought the commissioner of the CFL wasn't going to mandate getting a vaccine. I thought he said that. I, I, I literally don't know. I have, I'm done. Can you imagine being the CFL? Imagine being Randy Ambrosi. And by the way, did you see the smile on Mike Morreale's face 20 minutes ago? Whew. It's like the CEBL got through their season. Nobody even paid attention. If they had a COVID outbreak, nobody knew because nobody cares. And we're sitting there watching the games. They never delayed a game, moved a game, had their championship, got through it, and nobody even noticed. Oh, Allie in Edmonton says, Hey, RP Show, to clarify, it was a great job by you to make a promo for a sponsor entertaining and not mundane Keeps us watching and listening. Oh, I got you, Allie. I know. Everybody loves the Manscaped reads. Just make sure you buy it. Chris Getzlaff coming up next hour. The Moose may return. Uh, And we will dabble in the NHL, too. I'm getting sick of this COVID stuff. Be right back on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.